are four things you need to know up front. One, while we are talking to you, we're not talking about you. Your specific situation may not apply to our general podcast analysis. Two, the info we're using came from sources we think are reliable, but their accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed, not even by the companies issuing the data. Three, you cannot rely on the past results of any investment for future performance. The past is never exactly repeated, so past results can never predict future performance with any reliability. Four, there are many kinds of risk in any investment, no matter what may or may not be guaranteed. Look closely and consult your investment, legal, and tax advisors for deeper one-on-one discussion and analysis. Welcome to our podcast on financial protection. My God, what do, why would you protect financials? What does that even mean? Oh my God, what are we talking about? <laughs> Covering your ass? Yes. <laughs> or, or, or how about covering your assets? Okay. <laughs> uh, and that doesn't mean your female ass. That means your money. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, <laughs> and part of it is one of the things that, that uh, excited Leela and me and coming to Connor to do all of this was that it's an understanding that a professional athlete is just like Leela and me. We're all entrepreneurs. We all invest in ourselves and our business. We all take complete risk on what we're doing. You know, you as a professional athlete, you're training, you're putting it all on the line and hoping that you get recognized as at the top of your profession and sport. And the same thing Leela and I do whenever we invest and start an entrepreneurial activity. We're going to take a very big swing at that ball. And we might miss it, but we're taking the swing because we think we've got an advantage. The same way you think you've got an advantage when you pick your sport. We're the same thing. We're entrepreneurs. Now, to be a good entrepreneur, though, is to understand that after you've bet on yourself and you've started to win, you need to set yourself up for protection and set yourself up for success. And that's very much a structural thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I would say, and for failure, right? Wouldn't you? Well, because failure goes along with success. In fact, some people would argue that failure is the prelude to success. Yeah, I would. That Yeah, I, to me, the definition of learning, what did I always tell you guys when we were playing baseball? The definition of learning is getting it wrong until... Until you get it right. I don't yes, know. exactly. <laughs> Until you smack yes, it correctly. That's exactly what we used to talk <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, and, and the same thing in entrepreneurship. Uh, and that's why we have a, a similar mindset because any entrepreneur their business is only going to last so long anyway, too. Usually it's going to be out in about seven years and then you don't know. Same set of risks. So how do we protect the thing that we've invested in ourselves and started to break through? Uh, the, the way we've talked about it is we know you're going to have a transition to another career. Same way when Leela and I sold a business or closed a business, we had a transition to a new project. How you set yourself up to do that, though, is really critical. If you have no cushion, if you've spent all your money from your success and now all of it gets cut off, that's a scary ass feeling. Have you ever had that feeling? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I have too. Yeah. Yeah. 2014 for me. Transitioning from jobs or just it's. I had one that lasted 90 90 days once. I started holding garage sales every weekend. The kids wondered if we were losing everything. They wondered why we were selling (laughs) everything. Uh, Yeah, if you don't have that cushion, it's kind of because you don't know where it's going to come from, right? Yeah. Even if you have an idea of where it's going to come from, you still don't know exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So 
we're, we're, we're being successful. We've started to create some money and some cushion because if we create a portfolio of investments that are paying us cash, we then create a cushion for dealing with our transition. And the way we, we think you set that up is you build three different portfolios, the core portfolio, the expanded portfolio, and the playground portfolio. Let me just take a moment to explain what they mean. The core portfolio is the one where we talk about it's got to be companies that are, that, are, that are publicly traded, that profit share with us, that give us money. Because when that portfolio gets to be big enough so that you, you sit there and say, okay, I'm covered for my transition, then we can go to the thing called the expanded portfolio. And that one is going to be less cash oriented, less liquid. That's where we take some bigger swings at the ball because we have some safety below us, right? And so you want to start looking at things like venture capital or hedge funds or things you've heard about that are really sophisticated, but only open to the biggest, most sophisticated investors. That's where we put the expanded portfolio. The last one is because you got to have a lot of fun, a little fun in your life, right? And a lot of fun. but you don't necessarily have to risk a lot to get there. And that's what the playground portfolio is for. The playground portfolio, I don't care if it pays you money. I don't care if it goes up or down. Have fun with it. You want to go play cryptos because you think it might be the next big thing? Play it there. You, you want to go do NFTs? You want to invest in gold? You want to whatever? Put it in the playground because the playground should be the place that if it goes to zero, I'm okay. It's, it's okay. If so it goes to the moon, I'm super happy. And most importantly, if it goes to zero, it's no big deal. Yes. Yeah. Because of the, because you have a core, core. bolo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got it exactly right. All in one, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> For a baseball so guy. So I don't right? have to sell my car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we know that we're going to create these portfolios, uh, we want to protect them. So the core, and if we get to the expanded portfolio, we want it to be put in its own separate legal entity. Why? What do we mean by that? Well, it's obvious, Mark. Or really? obvious okay, to me. It's obvious to me. Well, Again, it's the a, lawyer. It's, Tell there, us how it's, it's obvious. It's the CYA. It's the cover your ass. So if anything, assets. assets. <laughs> so if anything goes wrong, it is that one piece of protection. It is a shield that protects the assets and prevents people from being able to go in and say, hey, I'm going to take this from you because I sued your ass. So here's a scenario. Someone says they were at a party at Connor's house. They got drunk and they broke their wrist and they can't go to work for a month. And they want to sue Connor. Can they come after his core portfolio? Uh, no. Nope. Right. Because it's protected. It's a separate business. Correct. Right. So that's why we want that there. The playground portfolio Maybe not because it's not enough money. Tough to get Bitcoin, you know, tough to get my Ethereum there, buddy, even if you broke your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and if it's not that much money, maybe we don't protect it. But if it suddenly grows to be a lot and you want it to be the playground, then talk to us because we'll protect it. So those are the legal structures to help protect you. But is that all of it? Nope. No, there's more. Right. My next favorite. Uh, it is. <laughs> and, and it's actually, to be honest, I'll be honest, it's one of my least favorites to deal with. So and I'm glad we have people who, who love to deal with things that I don't love to deal with. Uh, it's called insurance. And, and we're going to break insurance into two areas, insurance covering obligations and insurance covering what I'll call black swan events or uh, bad shit that pops up in your life that you could never have predicted. Right. First one, I'm going to call insurance and obligations. Now, Connor, you're a single guy. You don't own a home. You got no kids that you know of. 
right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah, obligation is pretty America. much to yourself, right? Yep. So I would tell you, you probably don't need a life insurance policy unless you were worried about your dad or your mom who are aging. Um, but if why would it be my life insurance policy if they're the ones that You could make aging. them beneficiaries just in case something bizarre happened. You uh, were in a plane crash or something. Right, right, right. That would be one reason to do it. It wouldn't be very expensive. It would be a term life, be pretty cheap, in fact, because mm -hmm. of your age. But that would be the only reason to do it. Right. Now, let's say it's 10 years later, you got married, you have a house in Florida, and you got two kids that you intend to send, you you hope will go to college, all right? Now you got obligations. Mm -hmm. uh, in that case, insurance can fill a different role. Let's say something happened to you and your wife doesn't have a job. Your kids certainly don't have jobs yet. You have a house that has a mortgage on it. What's going to happen to the house? Uh, not be able to pay the mortgage and you lose it. But if you have an insurance policy, that's at least it in the amount of it. It immediately covers the mortgage and now your wife and your kids know they own the house, the right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can also uh, buy even more insurance so it can cover things like kids' educational ex expenses. Uh, we can also build other savings plans for that too. But that's where we can also come in, Mark, is we can also help their families if something should happen to right. you guys in terms of taking that money and make sure making sure that but the idea is, oh, yeah. is that that's one way in which we use insurance is to cover obligations just in case the other way in which we use insurance i'm going to hand it over to leela because it's her favorite area <laughs> <laughs> so shit happens i mean it does it just does. It does and and we never know like how it's going to affect us but you know when you're somebody as high profile as you it usually affects you financially so, I mean, a good example is that athlete yeah. who and, just... And I don't mean to laugh because these are all tragedies. These are, these are, they are tragedies. I mean, how about that athlete in Las Vegas that got into that huge automobile accident? Mm -hmm. If you do get an... I, I just want to give you a concrete example. Say you're in your car, you're speeding in your Ferrari, and you crash into a, a, a tin can. Oh, hold it, hold it. You're in the passenger seat and your buddy's driving your Ferrari. In the oh, office. yeah. Okay. Even, <laughs> exactly. And you crash into this aspiring nursing student who has income potential and she dies. Her family has a claim against you. Now, say your insurance policy, you know, your car insurance policy only covers up to $500,000 in liability, but a court finds that her life was actually worth $1.5 million. Right. Insurance is only going to pay up to $500,000. What happens to the rest of the $1 million? It's on you. Where does it go? It's on you. Yeah. And these people will litigate to try to, you know, break into your entities, to try to break into your assets, your personal assets, your home, even your memorabilia that's worth money. They will try yeah. to go after. But there's a solution for but that. But there is a solution for that. And it's, and called, it's not terribly expensive. <laughs> it's not at all. It's not. It's actually really not that expensive. It's called an umbrella policy. And the nice thing about umbrella policies is that they cover what is not covered by your other insurance products. So say your homeowner's insurance. And homeowner's insurance pays for slips and falls and stuff like that that should happen. Or renter's insurance or even your automobile insurance. And so this does not just cover the assets that you're making, that you currently own, it's also going to cover your future earnings because there are instances where a court will say, guess what? We're going to garnish your wages so that you can pay this judgment. All right. And when do those wages occur? In, In the, the future. future. Yeah. So working for free forever. Pretty much. Yep. And, but it's not free. You killed someone no. according to the, the civil court's eyes. Right. So, so this is why you need insurance products 
to really protect you. It's that added layer on top of the entities, right. especially like we said, sometimes a court can go, it's what we call piercing the corporate veil mm -hmm. where they will pierce that entity and say, Hey, we're going to break now, it. Now, just for peace of mind, we're not saying these ha things happen all the time. But, but they do. They do happen. They do happen occasionally. And you don't want to be the one that it occasionally happened to. So for not a lot of money, we set up some simple structures. We put some insurance in place. And now, in our opinion, you've set up a good framework for your future financial success. It's really not that expensive. It's like one day at the club with your entourage. <laughs> It will cover your ass. <laughs> For a year. Yeah, so. <laughs> On all those For a year. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Before we go, here's a reminder. You have 30 minutes a month of one-on-one -on -one consulting to discuss your specific situation with us. We recommend you take advantage of that.